0: the Sicha and Bracha Simchas Torah, a summary of the Sicha. The reason why the last day of Sukkot or the second day of Shmini Atzeres is called Simchas Torah, which is a separate name, totally different name. Most Yomim are called the second day of Sukkot or the last day of Pesach. Here it's called Simchas Torah. It's not called the second day of Shmini Atzeres. So the Rambam says, because on this day we rejoice. And we make a meal uh, to uh, to celebrate the conclusion of the Torah. Obviously, then, based on what we know that the name of everything is connected to the uh, theme of what it is, what it represents, so there is a connection between this day and Torah itself. That's why it's called Simchas Torah. In fact, this was this is the reason why this day was chosen in which to conclude the Torah why was this day chosen to conclude the Torah because it has a connection to Torah which explains something that the Friediger Rebbe says he says that the brach of Shechiyonu that we make for Simcha's Torah which we make actually for almost every single Yom and it's on the Yom but he says that the brachah of Shechiyonu is not only on the Yom but it's also on the Torah itself So we have to understand what does it mean that the shachianu was about the tayra. Today is the day that we conclude the tayra. So usually shachianu is connected with something that we begin. How is it that we make a shachianu for concluding the tayra? So you could answer that since in tayra there is no such thing as uh, there is that tayra is is ended. As soon as you end tayra, you have to start tayra again because there is no day in which, or there is no time or period in which one is not obligated to learn Torah, because I already finished the Torah, because you have to start again immediately, so in other words that it's a constant, the the reason that we end, the fact that we end the Torah means that we must immediately begin the Torah so therefore it's also the beginning of Torah, but if that's the answer so then the question is the question becomes that answer leads to the next question since Torah is an ongoing thing. And as soon as you finish, you have to start again. In other words, it's just a continuation. You keep going further and further. So then what does it mean that it's a new... What's new about it? <laughs> There's nothing new. You finish Torah, you start again. You just keep going, because you have to keep going. And if you'll say that it's because of the preciousness of Torah, so then we know that the kol yoyim Every day the Torah is meant to be like something new and exciting. So what has happens on Simchas Torah that makes us make a shechiyonu on, on the Torah? So the explanation could be that since Torah is infinite, and it's because it's the wisdom of Hashem Himself, who is infinite, and therefore everything about Him is infinite. Therefore, when you conclude Torah, there is a whole new way that you can begin Torah, which is so much, so removed from what you learned last year, and it's a whole new insight, and an infinitely greater insight, than you had till now, and therefore, it's a whole new beginning, it's something new, entirely new, similar to what we find, that Rab Zeta, when he came from Bavel and he mo- came to Hetz he fasted a hundred days, in order to forget, the learning of Bovel, the question is, why is it, that he had to fast, to forget, the learning of Bavil? in wisdom, when you build on a, foundation of the wisdom that you will gain till now, it'll it'll help you to understand a higher level of wisdom. Why did he want to forget the the learning that he did in bubble? And the answer is because when does the previous learning act as a foundation to the new one? If you want to continue to move forward in the same kind of thinking, but if you want to approach it in a completely new way of thinking, an infinitely different way of thinking, then being Stuck in the way of thinking that you had previously is not going to help you it's going to interfere and that's why Rab Zeta wanted to forget in other words we see that there is a whole that you can reach a whole new infinite way of thinking about things and that's what happens on Simchas Torah that a whole new way of uh, learning Torah begins anew and that's what we make the bracha and this gives a better insight into why was why do we conclude the Torah on Simchas Torah and not on Shavuot's why don't we start the Torah anew from Shu'a? So it would seem that Matan Torah is the day to start again. And the answer is that Matan Torah was the day that we got the first Luchas, as we got it as Tzadikin, before we made the mistake. Yom Kippur is the day that we received the, sec- the second Luchas, meaning the Matan Torah, so to speak, to the Balai to us as Balai So that's why we, the Chachamim chose to start it all on Simchas Torah, which is after Yom Kippur because we, the Simcha, the, the, the beginning is on a much higher level as a Baal which gives us better insight into this matter as well. On Simcha's Torah, having come through Yom Kippur and reached a whole new level as a person, having received atonement, therefore, now we have ability to be able to see the Torah in a much different way. We find also allusion to this in the ze HaBrocha, it says that, Moshe, Rabbeinu, Moshe. Moshe commanded us the entire Torah before he passed away. He handed over the Torah to all the Yidden. Obviously, at that moment, he was handing it over. He had reached the ultimate of what he could reach. And that's when he gave it to us. That's when he passed it on to the Yidden. Yet, we learn in Kisvi Arizal that when he went, he went up on to Har the Arizal says that this means, Nevoi means, Till now he had reached uh, the forty-nine gates of Bina of wisdom. Now he was g- reaching the fiftieth gate of Bina. I mean, just before he passed away, he also reached gate fifty. In other words, until that moment he reached everything that he could reach. Now was starting a whole new understanding of Torah. Just before he passed away, the same happens to every yid. That until Simchas Torah we learned Torah as well as we could for this year comes along Simchas Torah, We go through that same thing as it's described about Moshe that we reach a whole new level, a whole new beginning, a whole new understanding of Torah. But that still leaves the question that these things are good, well and fine, for the great scholars who approach Torah they reach their ultimate understanding of Torah and then they gain a whole new insight in Torah but that doesn't really pertain to most Yid most Yid are learning Torah on a very basic level so what is it that happens for Simchas Torah for the ordinary Yid for the regular Yid in fact If this was what is accomplished on Simcha's Torah, then why is it that we dance with the Torah and we dance with it closed? It would seem that the way to celebrate this is to sit down and learn this new insight that we're having. Yet, we see that that's not the way we celebrate. We dance with our feet, and everybody dances together. There is no difference between the scholars and different levels. And we wrap the Torah up. It's closed and in its mantle. Not that we're celebrating the new insights that we have so we have to understand what that is so we'll understand that by first explaining the, the bracha to understand the bracha itself first of all why are there three expressions and also we have to understand the order of it because shechiyonu talks about being alive means existing Sustain means existing, so it would seem that being alive is a greater quality than existing. So it should be the opposite. Kimanu Shekhyanu should the order should be going working upward, not downward. So to understand this, we have to understand the the whole idea of the Baruch shechianu. When we make a Shekhyanu thanking Hashem for life, is it really is it truly? certain that every Yid should could thank Hashem for life. For many people life is very very difficult And it's not necessarily true that the good days are more than the bad days. For for many people the bad days are more than the good days In fact the Gemara concludes that when you look at the sum total of life It would be better for a person not to be born So what is the meaning of the bracha that we say that you've given us life and allowed us to reach this time For many people it's a very difficult journey and why are they thanking Hashem? So the answer to that is, what we are thanking Hashem is, begins with the word Shech which means, a person goes through life and most of life is not really lived because a human being, what are they, what's important to a human being? Sleeping is not such an important thing it's not why we were born, it's not what our interest in life is to be able to sleep eight hours and for really it should not be about eating and it should not be about drinking it should not be about the job, the job is not really what life is about it's there in order to give you parnosa to be able to maintain the things in life that you need but it doesn't really give you joy and meaning in life to have a job and to sleep and to eat and so on The time that we spend on what life is about is very, very minuscule in comparison to the time that we spend doing other things, which would seem to be meaningless things. Therefore we say, but since Hashem gave us Torah, which means He has given life to every part of our life, when we sleep as a Yid, according to Torah, then that becomes a purpose in life. Then the eight hours that you sleep is slept with Torah. When a person goes to the job and he does it according, you know, honestly. And he does it for the purpose of serving Hashem. And he has the right intentions. So then the job becomes a service of Hashem. And so on with everything else in life. So Shekheyanu means you have given us the opportunity to be alive in every single thing that we do. That's what the meaning Shekheyanu is. So then what is added by Vikimanu, you gave us existence. The meaning there is, life could also be experienced and lived outside of a guf. Angels are more alive than people. They experience life, or what Torah calls life, on a much higher level than humans. They're close to Hashem, they're totally bottled. that's the real meaning of life. They have it more than we do. So what is it? so life itself is not the ultimate goal we thank Hashem that you have given us a body which simply exists Kimonu speaks about the body which simply exists as a, a sack of bones and flesh and bones and yet you have allowed through the body that we should have Shechionu. That Shechionu should not be in some esoteric way, but it is Vikimanu in our body. That's where we have the opportunity to live and to be connected to Hashem. What then is added by the Higiyonu that you have allowed us to reach it? So the Friedrich Rebbe said that the word higianu can also be interpreted as yegiya. You have Uizgimatd. You, you exhausted us in our Aveda. You, may, you forced us to put an in effort into our Aveda. What is the meaning of that? When a person receives things which he doesn't put an effort to receive, he's given a gift. So then it's called in the Gemara, Sufa, the bread of shame. When you didn't put in any effort to receive, to achieve the things that you have, it's shameful. You can't really enjoy it. You can't really thank Hashem for life or life in a body if you don't put in effort. So therefore, we thank Hashem further. Not only do you give us life and not only life in a a body in which we could be connected to you, but you give it to us in a way that we achieve it on our own. The way that we can truly rejoice and truly be happy and truly make a bracha is if we do it, that we put in the effort. And then, Lizman every moment of life becomes a reason for celebration. Every moment. That answers the question of, why are we thanking Hashem? Because we have every moment of life is an opportunity to connect to Hashem. So now that we understand the Baruch HaShechiyonu, we can see how it's true that there are certain scholars, the the great scholarly people, they thank Hashem for the new insights which come to Torah, through Torah, in the new level of Torah that we reach on this Simchas Torah but the Baruch HaShachian was given every Yid makes it according to his level to where they are a scholar to him the effort is expressed expended in understanding Torah understanding a, a deeper level of Torah and so on and to him the Kimanu, the fact that he lives in the physical world that's secondary in comparison to the learning that he does and the new life that he has and the new insights in Torah and the the effort that he puts into learning Torah. The fact that he exists in the world is a secondary thing to that. To a regular person, a person that has to go out and work. So the Shekheyanu is in that he has a new life in Torah in in the type of Torah that he lives that he, can exp- that he can practice Torah in every single kimonu, in every single aspect of his li- life in this world, because that's where a, a regular yid spends most of his time involved in the world. So that's where the joy comes from, that the fact that there is a new infusion of chayas and Torah filters through to every part of every year's life. And a yid that lives in the world, it filters through into that as well, and therefore that's where the Chayas of this yid is. The just like the scholar, the kimonu is secondary to the to the regular yid. The insights in Torah are not something that they experience on a regular time, but the fact that I I will put in an effort to learn Torah on the level that I can and I will put in an effort to conduct my business in an honest way and I will put in an, uh, an effort in making sure that I don't do anything that I shouldn't do and that I do everything that I should do in the best way possible that's where the Yigi is expressed so every Yid gets to experience the Shekhe Yonu and the joy of the new, in, the new level of Torah in their own way in their, in their own world in the world that they live in and so here we see also a connection between this idea and what is, uh, what is taught in Parsha Baruchah, because Parsha Baruchah is, of course, what we learn on Simchas Torah. We lean on Simchas Teireh. So over there it says, Torah tziva l'anu, maysheh merosh hakih los commander us a Torah. It is the inheritance of Ebiyid. What is so unique about inheritance? Inheritance is unique in this way. Even a young child, a, a newborn baby, whose father dies and leaves, uh, leaves an estate the young child is an equal partner to the estate you don't have to be someone that understands what's in the assets or understands how to manage the assets He is an equal partner in this way too every Yid is partner to what is going on on Simcha's Torah it's a new infusion of Torah of insights I don't understand Torah so well, that doesn't mean that I'm not a partner to it. I am still an equal partner to it. And that's why we can dance with the Torah, even if we don't understand everything that is the new insights that are happening. We're still like a baby that still owns the assets, and owns, has his inheritance. We also have the inheritance of Torah, and therefore we dance together with our feet to show that every Yid has a connection to it, has a connection to the new insights even though we don't understand it and that's why we dance with our feet and with the tighter clothes to show every year's connection to it